A new song. What's it called? Bad Bitch O'Clock or something? Yeah, something like that. No, it's called About Time. Why about Time? T- okay. I mean, that was the intro. No, About Damn Time. Damn, uh, okay, 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 okay. Because I know her birthday was yesterday, I believe. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Yeah, she's a Taurus. It's giving big Taurus energy. Shout out to all my Taurusies. Happy birthday, Lizzo. Happy birthday. We love Lizzo, for real, over here. Absolutely. I love her. Absolutely. Well, hello, 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 guys. How you guys doing today? This is Damio. And I am Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. We're back again with another episode. Round of applause, round of applause, round of applause. Back there for yourself. <laughs> How you feeling, girl? This has been a long week, y'all. A very long, long, long week. Um, but we here. So what's your highlight of that? Well, let's start with you. What's your high this week? The highlight of my week. Hmm. I'm sorry, I'm looking at my son right now. He escaped. He has escaped the gates. Oh my goodness, that is so funny. He's Um, what's the highlight of my week? I'm trying to think. What's today? Today is Friday. What did I do? Yeah, I gotta think. I gotta think. I gotta think. What made me smile? Damn. Is it that nothing was the highlight of my week? I mean, sometimes some weeks just be bare. Mm. Like it's just like I mean I survived it I'm here I'm alive That's the highlight uh, That's it <laughs> No seriously It's like As a matter of fact This week was really crazy Like it was beyond crazy for Oh me. really So the highlight mm. of my week Is that I'm 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 still here 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 This week was just crazy So here I stand. Shit. You know what? My highlight was, you know, I've been trying to pay attention to where I eat. Mm-hmm. So I look at it have wine all week. Okay. You know, um, what did I, you know, at times when I go grocery shopping, I intentionally don't get specific things. You know, mm-hmm. Milo, I've been craving Milo. Oh, really? And it's one of those things that if you know certain things when you get it, you're going to like do too much yeah, with it. Yeah, you're going to eat the whole thing. Eat the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I'll say I, I feel a little bit, I've been drinking more water. Good. So that's the highlight of me, like, paying t- paying attention of what I'm eating. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Somebody has to check. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really have a highlight, man. What would have been my highlight turned into my downfall. Oh, so. wow. Sorry. So. Okay, it's not something you can share. Well, you guys, so what would have been my highlight is that I've been fundraising for a field trip for my students, mm-hmm. right? And we hit our goal. But then we got robbed. Damn. That's 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 yeah. that's messed up. We got robbed for over eight hundred dollars. That's heavy G. It just it's weighing on my it was it's a lot of other drama to, that go behind it, but that's the synopsis. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. That is the synopsis. I'm sure that broke your heart. It did. And then the worst part is like 
all evidence leads to an adult, not a student. Right. Not like a not like the middle kids schooler. Took it. Yeah. No, that that was that for that even amount of money, that was more than a kid. Yeah, absolutely. I, I yeah, definitely. Well, I hope they catch the thief. Thunder fire them. <laughs> I hope they catch the thief. Thunder fire you whoever stole it. It shall not be well with you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dami, how do we like to start? Guys, we like to start with the hot, 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 hot topics. Hot topics. So let's start. Um, let's talk about the baby. Oh, God. You guys, I really do like the baby. And I want to say this before I start talking about this because mm-hmm. I really am a fan of Jonathan Kirk. Mm-hmm. I love his music. I love his come up. I really just love the little man out of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But it's just been drama after drama after drama after drama. So this week's drama, uh, well, what's kind of last week's drama, but we're talking about it this week, was um, the baby got into a fight with his own artist wisdom behind the show Mm -mm. then two days later after that the footage of his um you know that walmart shooting the infamous walmart shooting that happened where the teenager died it wasn't a teenager well they said it was teenager no that's that's crazy it wasn't a teenager when the the age of the person it was just kind of like a regular like a peer like they didn't i don't even think they put a age originally they said teenager that's so probably 19 year old maybe if if they they saying that but either way i mean age doesn't take away from the fact that someone died but continue but it's like yeah so this this incident happened in like 2019 i want to say and or no, even before 20, then, like 2018, really. I don't think it's that far. The Walmart situation? Yeah. It was like 2019. You should sure say 19? Yeah, it wasn't 2020. Pandemic? It was way before pandemic. It was okay. like his, it was when him and Megan was coming up. Okay. So it was doing all of that. Anyway, the, the footage recently came out. I don't know why it was released again by Rolling Stone, but let's just talk about the baby and that's somebody that trouble just follows. I feel like the footage came out because now it's like you're doing too much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now something needs to calm you down. So, you know, I guess this Walmart situation is, I mean, I don't know the full story, but a long story short, short, um, you know, he shot somebody and it was self-defense, right? Yes, he claimed. As he claimed, right? So now I, I feel like every time that we do talk about him, it's based on the fact that, oh, he hit somebody, he punched somebody, he's fighting somebody, whether it's a fan in the crowd, whether it's some random guy who came to meet him in the Gucci store, whether it's a friend, whether it's um, his baby mama's brother, it is always something back to back to back to back. Now, obviously, now you're an angry black man. You got issues yeah. going on. And this is crazy. This is toxic. It's like you have kids. What's like? What is wrong with you? What, what is it that it's the level where you have no self-control, where you're like, I'm finna swing off you immediately. And that is what that situation with his artist showed, that he has zero self-control. No self-control, Because he just was like, bro, whatever the situation is, first of all, this is your personal artist. And secondly, is you know it's cameras. It's like you backstage of your show. It's cameras. It's in, like, where it happened, it was just way too many people for you to swing on him like that's that. That's how I always say. Talent will only take you so far, G. Yeah. Obviously, he's talented, and that's what made him get out the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Get out the gutter and whatever. But he doesn't want to leave the ghetto and gutter mentality. He likes the lifestyle. And that's what's going to kill him. I'm very sorry to say. That's what's going to kill him. To keep on living this lifestyle. Every, you don't even know common sense, etiquette. You're in public space. Must you fight? Okay, wait till y'all get in the car. Then you slap him if it's that deep, G. And I was having a revelation in the bathroom the other day. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was taking a shower. Sometimes I'd be like, you know, okay. listening to like old episodes of The Breakfast Club or whatever in the morning, right? And they were talking about this topic. And 
I was just thinking how hip hop. This is the first time we we've seen hip hop age, right? Like okay. where for the longest time in our culture, the idea was hood mentality, be ghetto, da, 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 you know, all of that hood rough shit. And this is where this is the first time in our culture that we're able to have elders, people that have grown up and like they know better, mm-hmm. so they need to do better. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to allow a space for our hip hop elders to say more of that because I think we lived in that. You know that hood life culture so long that people really do struggle to let go of it. Like they think it's part of the rap persona. And you know what? I also also think that it is actually this new age rappers. There are having a hard time letting go of it. They're the only ones that in public spaces. Oh, there's a fight. You know, it's oh, there's a shootout. Yeah, like we get it. Okay, you know, hip hop back in the day, and this one talk back to the eighties. It wasn't hood like this, G. It was more survival. Yeah, let's even talk back to like RM DNC time. Like it wasn't hood like this. Okay, nineties is like okay, Ice Cube and them, Tupac. Okay, gangsters, whatever. We get it. But they had a level of like we're telling our story. You know, we from the hood, we're gangsters, and we keep gangster shit like in the streets in that space. It was a space for it, but we don't be coming up in oh events and we we performing and this and that. No, come on now. And like, I think, come on. I think, like, somebody has said before that with rap, it started off like, you know, we we don't like the drug dealers because they fucking up the communities, mm-hmm. to we are the drug dealers in the communities, yep. to we doing the drugs, to, you know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, I think people are really misconstruing what they're supposed to do. And Absolutely. Somebody needs to reach out to him. Like, I, I think 50, 50 calls himself being close to him, he should really say, yeah. you know, young blood. Where is T.I.? T.I. that's always commenting on something on social media. Where that's is T.I. to say he something? He's being a comedian. He thinks shit oh, is yeah. funny. That's, isn't that so dumb that he's he hilarious. A Like, what the fuck? He is ridiculous. He's, but maybe he needs to hear from Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg and Co. All of those, you know, I don't know. Like, but this is ridiculous. Now, regarding the footage that came out, do you think that's something that, you know, it's gonna be brought up again. I mean, you think he's gonna been go to tried. court. You know, like what is the issue with that? Do you he, think he already did the courts okay. system? So I'm sure they've seen this video. Mm-hmm. I don't think you know for like who was it Rolling Stone to have it. I don't think okay. Rolling Stone is like breaking some new angle. Okay. Um, but I think you know this is a this is being retried in the court of public opinion. Mm. That's mm. what it. That's what it was for. Mm. To be you know for whatever. Um, angle they're trying to put on the baby now it's like all right he getting too full of himself he he needs therapy he needs serious therapy i really wonder what's going on because it's just a lot at once it's a lot at once so i really do wonder like what's happening behind the scenes and i don't want to like give excuses but i think like this just the Maybe people are underestimating what it was to lose his father and lose his brother. To I think this is behavior that he's been had. No, and, that's what and, I'm and saying. I think he's had it, but I think that he just to have those things happen too. Now it's just displaced anger. Like any moment he get a chance, he fighting. Yeah, I, I think this is behavior that he's had. You know, this is what he grew up doing. So it's like even if now that I'm rich, it doesn't change anything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which is why he needs therapy. This is why he needs, uh, what is it, professional development, artistic Artist development, development, whatever it is that he needs to learn. Like, okay, you can't do this because you are on a certain level, right? But anyway, I'm just annoyed by it. I don't. Hopefully he gets his help before things really get dangerous, mm. before he actually hits the wrong person. What yeah. if whoever he hits has a gun and shoots him? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It has, it has to get to a point that you have to think outside of yourself. You have yeah. to think about your, your kids that you have. He has little kids. Yeah. Come on now. 
Uh, but let's switch it up. Okay, so Elon Musk. How? What do you think about him? I don't have any opinion on Elon Musk. Quite frankly, I don't really. You know, he's just to me another billionaire that I don't fully understand how he's a billionaire. Right. I just I'm like. You know, I mean, I, he owns Tesla. That's what I'm saying. I associated him with Tesla. It was like the Tesla thing. And then before I knew, and I'm just like, I don't know. I just feel like here's another billionaire that I don't really understand his path to being a billionaire. But anyway, so Elon Musk is talking about him buying Twitter. So I know he tweeted it some days ago, like, oh, you know, I should buy Twitter. Twitter, I wonder how much it costs, you know? And then owner of Twitter was like, oh, okay. So it seems like now they're like, discussing the numbers as you know with him buying twitter by wondering what sense how would twitter change if he buys twitter? well he bought twitter already he bought twitter already yeah, he bought it already for 44 million when when did he buy it? a few days ago yeah a few days ago okay, for 44 damn. million um cash. how is how you cash. cash cool cash i mean i'm sure it wasn't like literal cash whatever they call cash must have been like outright I don't know. Maybe that's what it they probably mean. was. Little cash shit. That's a lot of cash at me. That's what I'm saying. Cash like, at me. Cash like hand, boom, boom, but not like physical. <sighs> dollar. But anyway, um, I mean, he talks about making Twitter this freer space where we don't have to uh, live within certain confines of the world, and he wants to add things like an edit button and da da da. I just feel like... It's giving me a little bit dangerous vibes. What Kanye was say? No one man should have all that power. Yeah. I think it's giving me a slight dangerous vibes. I was seeing, you know, on social media, I just came across some page saying that Elon Musk is not a good man. I think his ex-wife was saying, you know, he's a dangerous man. Like, when you get to know him, you know, this new babe he's married to. You know, she used to be in a cult as well. Ugh. Girl, you know, some deep, toxic, weird white people shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, okay, you say more freedom. What type of freedom are we saying? You know, okay, yes, America, land of the free, whatever. We all just, need freedom. But I think it's, you can't give human beings too much freedom. That's what I believe, G. I just feel like Eric, he can't have all this power. It's like, you already a billionaire, G. Now you're trying to own social spaces. You know what I mean? Like, yes, Jack Dorsey already owned it. It was already owned mm-hmm. by one man. But it's like, it's not all the same man. Exactly. I just feel like, damn, G, like. And then he tweeted saying that, oh, I want to uh, buy Coca-Cola so I could, you know, put Coke, put Coke back, back. back in it. Come on now. I kind of wonder how that would taste. I don't. <laughs> well, I don't drink Coke anyway, so. No, I don't drink it, but I'm like, damn, like, people was really just drinking Coke mm-hmm. willy-nilly and Coke. Motherfuckers are addicted to it. No, yeah. Like, it, I just wonder, like, damn, what I know. <laughs> what I right. know that I'm like. Right. I've tried Coke. <sighs> I don't know, man. Hopefully social media. Do you think you'll bring Trump back on Twitter? Trump said he ain't going back regardless, but <laughs> I just think that, like, yeah, like, we do need to be wary. That's why we should have voted for Bernie when we had the chance. Now yeah. y'all will never get the opportunity because mm-hmm. Bernie would never have allowed this. He would have been like, bro, you already a billionaire. What you need Twitter for? Yeah. I think, I mean, it's great to strive to be super successful and wealthy, but it gets to a level where it just becomes greed. You know, it becomes dangerous. It's not you. Like, he's fine. He's, his whole generation is fine. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't need more and more and more money. His son, X252 to the squared dash is fine. Uh huh. Oof. Like, it's just, that was rude. I shouldn't have talked about that baby name. I mean, that's a weird name. What the I, hell is that? I don't that? know how to pronounce it. It's symbols and shit. Zelon, Cylon? Is that how they say it? I, I think some Z square or something. Okay. All right, so let's talk about this next thing. So, 
Um, as we all know, Megan Thee Stallion is suing Tory Lanez for allegedly shooting her back in 2020, right? Now, we've been seeing a lot of stuff on social media. They've been going back and forth. Um, but this week, Megan Thee Stallion sat down with Gail King to do an interview with Good Morning America. Now, some of the things that came out in this interview um, is, you know, she definitely mentioned that, of course, Tori was the one who shot her. She said that the situation kind of spurred from her wanting to leave and other people not wanting to leave. And, you know, as Tori claimed, Tori claims like this whole thing is kind of over him having sex with both best friends. But when Megan was asked about if she slept with him or not, she had this to say. You have the clip? Yeah, I do. I'm about to say yes. Play that clip. Sorry, I'm technical difficulty. Relationship with Tory Lanez because he has led led people to believe that it was a sexual relationship, that it was uh, that you two were dating what was the nature we were of your, not dating we were really name? close we were friends we hung out like every day and his mom passed too so when i felt like we were bonding over, over that and did you have an intimate relationship with him like sexual yeah yeah did you have, <laughs> did you megan did you have a sexual relationship <laughs> with tori lanes yes that's my question um i didn't have a sexual relationship with tori so why do you think he's putting out the story that the two of you had a relationship and that you're making the whole thing up? I think that he is trying to deflect from the fact that he c committed a What was the nature of your relationship? Okay. What are your thoughts? There's a lot to unpack in this situation. So let's, let's first of all start with Megan even doing this interview with Gail King. Okay. So let's start there. There's been a lot of conversation about, like, why didn't Megan go to Gail King mm -hmm. and not, like, a quote-unquote hip-hop publication? Like, this is a hip-hop media publication, so on and so forth. And, you know, Gail King has been really associated with a lot of um, black slander, for lack of better words. You know, she did mm -hmm. the R. Kelly interview. Okay. Then it was a whole thing with Kobe Bryant. Um, it was something else, too, in recent that I can't really remember where Gail King kind of got the backlash from black Twitter. Okay. So it was time to say, like, why Gail? What do you think about Megan sitting down with Gail? I think I would have preferred it to, with it to be Gail compared to a hip-hop um, whatever. I feel like if it was a hip-hop journalist or so, I think it may have been a little bit too messy. You know, I think it would just be a little bit too messy. Yeah. Um, now, do I think that she should have sat down with Gail? I mean, Gail, Gail is great with what, what she does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Gail she, she, Gail asked her, she asked the right questions. She sure did. She asked the right questions. I think it's a little bit too soon. I feel like, wait, let's the whole case finish. Yeah. It's like, it's either you come out immediately and talk about it when it was hot and popping. I mean, yeah. it's too hot and popping, but it's kind of like, okay, it's back and yeah. forth. You know what I'm saying? Or wait to the very end. Yeah. Now... To really get, you know, like the clip, you kind of have to watch it to see her expressions or her and her emotions, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when that question was asked. It's like she hesitated a little bit when she was asked, did you have sex with him? And, it, you know, and when people, when you ask a question, they ask another question to kind of clarify. It's like they're kind of thinking of something to say. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, intimate relationship. Obviously, motherfucker, intimate relationship. I'm, I'm talking about did y'all fuck. You know what I'm saying? Something about this whole, even her meeting with Gail, mm -hmm. gives, like, it gives, like, cover-up vibes. Not, like, 
Here's the thing. Damage I do, control. I do believe. Yes, damage control. It's like I do believe Tory shot Meg. Yeah. But I've never been fully clear about the situation that surrounded him obviously, shooting her. Obviously, yeah. Right. Which is, I mean, which is the case in question. Um, I just think that like for Meg to be going this hard out of nowhere is like, what do you want us to know mm-hmm. so bad? And if so, say it. Say it with your chest. Say it clearly. Say it. Because, okay, so, you know, this whole even sex thing, that, like, that was odd to deny sex. Because I feel like it was very obvious that there was a sexual chemistry. Because the whole, their whole relationship spurred from his, um, his little, what was it, quarantine radio yeah, that he was doing. Yeah, he was tricking ass asses. And, so it was like, it was based off sexuality. And, and his pictures of them online with her booty Shoot it out and his, you know, yeah, him like, like, you know, his dick on her it shit. It's obvious that y'all have canoodled in some sense. And, you know, I was going to say, even if, you know, not how I know how we women are. And I've been like that too, where it's like, okay, I ain't have sex with people. I have sex with you, but we could have done a little something here and there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like even if they didn't have sex, he probably ate her booty. Not her booty. I mean, because I feel like that's where the infatuation started the booty. The shaking the ass. Not she probably booty. shook his ass. Listen. You're ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Are you not embarrassed? Listen, she probably shook his her ass in his face, and she probably saw that you know he's probably you know Shawn Man syndrome wants to prove that he has a big dick too. I'm sure he whipped the dick out, and she saw his dick. Come on, they're too close. I remember those uh, live that they used to go where you could tell. Right, y'all y'all just on him. They woke up the drunk. Gee, fresh woke up. Fresh woke up. I can up, see the mucus like, in your eyes. Like y'all, y'all woke up in the same house together. And y'all just platonic friends. It's not like y'all been bros since for years. And bikinis and shit. Because we know our platonic guy friends from college or yeah. from, you know, yeah. from, from a while ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't, she don't post them like that. Not in that same manner. Small side note. What happened to Justin the security guard? Gee, he probably was like, I'm done with with, with the drama, G. Okay, because it was a lot. But anyway, also in that same interview, I kind of want to touch on this. She released a text message from her best friend, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Well, it's alleged. It's all alleged, alleged, alleged. You know, don't sue us, alleged. Um, the text message was from Kelsey saying, help, Tori just shot Meg. What do we think of that? I mean, hey, if the text message is legit. Do you think it was real? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because the text message had the... 27 June 2020 7 you know, a.m. You know, so I'm like, is this a real text message? I'm hoping it's real because what's also the point of it's one thing if you don't answer full questions, but another thing if you're actually showing physical evidence. That text message seemed weird because she didn't from the video, the, from the small surveillance that was revealed, mm-hmm. right, which was what we saw with them like walking yeah. hands up with the police. It looked to be still dark outside. It definitely was. You know, because even if it was late as hell, it's still dark outside. So if it was 7.30 a.m., it wouldn't have been that dark. Okay. Why did you text your security guard after it was already light, after everything already happened? I don't know. But you know one thing I'll say? What's her name? Kelly's? Kelsey. Kelsey. I don't think she's ever denied the shooting part. No, no, she no. She didn't no. comment. She, she never She never. She commented com- on every other scene around yeah, it, but, but she's she never didn't denied say the shooting. he did not shoot her. I think Tori shot her, but I, I think the story as to of why course. Tori shot her is the story there. Like, the story no more is if Tori shot you her. You know what? I don't even think... I mean, we know why he shot her in the sense that he was drunk. She they said because she wanted to go home. Yeah. So, I think they were drunk. You know what I'm saying? And I believe the comment of, like, dance, bitch... 
He's, he has short man syndrome, obviously. <laughs> Napoleon complex or whatever they call it. You know what I'm saying? That so I think, and I think even before with the whole Meg situation, we've known Tori has to be like problematic. Well, so, especially with women. Someone ha- with yeah, women. one of his exes said that he was domestic, domestically violent. I would never forget how he tried to expose Dream Doll. Okay, so let's not forget that. So we know that he shot her based on the fact that he was drunk and he was mad. That's I feel like that's a simple yeah. plain reason. But the story is... What's the tea behind y'all? What relationship did y'all have? Yeah, what was the argument? What what got yeah. y'all that mad? Right? Exactly. Like, what was the argument? Like, what was the thing that even made you want to leave? Because the original story that came out was that she was ready to leave because Tori was basically... Flirting with flirting Kylie Flirting with or Kylie something. too much. It was like, nigga, you showboating for Kylie. Like, you doing a lot Listen, for Kylie Chris, Jenner. Chris Jenner was like, my daughter's not going to be in this story. Because I've been wondering why hasn't like She Kylie has not made one comment because they came from... We saw the live, They came G, from her house. From her pool we party, did. G. So it's like, so it's like, anybody gonna ask Kylie what happened at the pool party? Listen, Chris Jenner, she know how to handle her family business. That's what I gotta say. She paid whoever she had to pay, zip whoever mouse she who 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 she needed to zip. Like you're not gonna comment about this. Like we not in this ghetto mess, okay? She was like, Kylie, I already let you be with Travis. Do not bring too many of those poppers. But still talking about the interview for me, the tears. It was giving crocodile tears. Yeah, it was giving forced. It was giving like. I practice these tears overnight. It's you don't have to cry. I feel like sometimes people feel like you have to cry to show all your true emotions behind it, or for people to believe you. This should happen a while ago, so you probably are past the point of tears, and that's absolutely fine if you're past the, the part of crying. But if you feel like your tears is what's gonna like oh bring people to your side, I feel like now it's really making people think. Damn, she probably set this shit up. Damn, she probably is lying. Because the tears yeah. was so fake. It, it, it was forced. It, it was didn't very feel like a natural, organic interview. Like, okay, let's hear the story. It felt so forced. It felt so like... Because it's still not the real story. Yeah. Part of it still felt like, I have to say this, but I can't get into this. Yeah. In you that know, case, you shouldn't have done the interview. Which you shouldn't have done. That's why I'm like, I do not understand saying that I just wanted to go home. I didn't yell. I didn't do this to anybody. I just wanted to go home and they weren't ready to go. Because to me, I'm still trying to understand, okay, well, what about that was so deep that your best, you and your best friend are not best friends anymore? Gee. Tori shot you. That you have a whole new security guard. Because let's not forget, Justin was a popular security guard. Like, everybody was feeding him. Because he's fine. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, what happened? I feel like he probably was so mad about that situation, he had to step step out. Because after that situation, that was it. He wasn't there. Like, she switched hairstyles. Remember, Jonathan was her hairstyle. Let's talk about that. It was a lot. Let's talk about that. So, Jonathan went to some podcast. Damn, I forgot what they were called. I forgot to. Yeah, but he went to some podcast and they asked it like, you know, first of all, are y'all still friends? He's like, yeah, we're still friends. We're real friends, blah, blah, blah. Now, do you think, oh, girl, and, you know, your your bestie and Tori had a sexual relationship? He chuckled. Then he was like, no, you know, what I'm going to talk about is how he has my girl out here looking like a fool. What the fuck that even mean? Listen, if a man make a woman out here looking like a fool, it's because he done fucked up. What's that even mean? Yeah, we gonna look like a fool. Like uh-huh. you, you've done something. Whoa! No, like come on now. So that even chuckle is like, yeah, yeah, you know, like I I'm not gonna be the one to say it. He like Roy did they? Like you know that little smirk he had on. So it's like obviously something happened. I don't know, girl. Go let this kiss finish. Let it finish. I just think that here's my thing with Megan. 
You could just tell the type of girl Megan was in college before she got famous. What type of girl? Megan was the girl that, you know, always get the guy when she wants the guy. Obviously, because Megan has a, a body that attracts yeah, me. Yeah, right? she's pretty. So, and she's beautiful even aside from her body and all of that. She's cool. And you could just tell that Megan is the, the girl that never has issues with guys. Yeah. Like, whatever. You know, she could tell them what to do. They ain't never going to say no to her. There is no thirst for her. She got the attention. She has that attention, so she moves with that. And what you can also tell is that she's main character syndrome. Like, you know, no matter Absolutely. how she tries to, oh, I'm cool with the girls, bullshit. I'm only cool with the, the cute girls, the popping girls. The, you know, she's yeah. that type of girl. And I'm the main one. And I'm the main one. Yeah. So I do feel that she couldn't She couldn't do a Rihanna Melissa type of thing. No. She can't do a, you know, like, I'm famous, but mm-hmm. my best friend, yeah, now my best friend is on because I'm on. She can't do that. Really? Because there was no... Because I think that Kelsey was just starting to catch her. We knew who Kelsey was. Like, she was getting her own shine. You know, she was trying to become a rapper. She was trying to have her own Instagram presence away from Meg. And it just... Meg always include her girls in her music videos. I feel like she tried to, like, make them pop. But that's her dancers. Okay. It's different when it's like you, your own person. You date, Absolutely. You dating the celebrities too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you finna be, you know, like Tay and Ari. They got on off each other. Mm-hmm. You know Absolutely. What I mean? It yeah. couldn't be Tay without Ari. It couldn't be Ari without Tay. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. that's just that. And it's like, I don't think that she was ready for that full symbiotic relationship. I think, quite frankly, a major thing is that, as Tori said, he was trying to fuck both of them. Or he fucked both of them or whatever it is. Can I think Ke- Kelsey... Was filling the guy and maybe Meg being like the main, you know, character, the main girl. It's like, damn, how do I try my best to you? Or like, you know, maybe maybe Meg took him. I don't know. Yeah. But I think obviously the Tory situation was like what broke them up. Which yeah. is sad because I'm like, damn, that was the Tory. friendship strong? Tory. I, know, I just right? feel like the friendship can't be strong if you messing with a man I'm messing with. And that's just absolutely like once we get to that level, like that's the issue. The friendship ain't strong. Absolutely, I can't mess with no man. My best friend mess with. And yeah, that's not cool. That's just it. Mm-mm. Y'all could have flirted, texted through conversation. It's over with. Yeah, it's like, like I can't even do that. Like, mm-mm, so mm-mm. all that they was doing sexual stuff. Oh no. Yeah, that's weird. Mm-mm. Well, we'll see how it ends. We'll see how it ends. Okay. Let's talk about Terry Crews. So I don't know if you guys remember in 2020, Terry Crews, he tweeted something. You know, this is also in the height of like Black Lives Matter too. Mm-hmm. Um, he made some tweets about how, um, basically he said, defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Like it or not, we are all in this together. Any black person who calls me a coon or an Uncle Tom for promoting equality is a black supremacist because they have determined who's black and who is not. Okay, he says many things after that. Obviously, we don't go, you know. And, every, you know, he got a lot of backlash because it's like, yeah. basically, you're basically you're saying all lives matter. That, yeah. That's the gist of what you're saying. And then it's like black supremacist. Like, really? So he's saying all lives matter. Do not specify by saying black lives matter. So he went on the Trevor Noah show and he apologized for that comment, you know, saying he's sorry. He just wanted peace. Um, and I guess it goes back to him wanting approval as well. Blah, 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 blah. Now he has not taken down his tweets that he, he tweeted. So those tweets are still there. Do you agree with the apology? Do you feel like it's too late? It's like, boy, you don't get your goof ass. Like, 
It just was kind of like, it should have never left your mouth. There's actually no way to apologize. I mean, I, you know, I think his wife is probably half white. So he probably like, let me be on my, you know, on my in-law side a little bit by making those comments. Yeah, it just is kind of like, to me, you know... I don't even think the apology had one, like he understood why he needed to apologize. Yeah. That's why I'm like, this apology is weak because it's like, if you were apologizing, you would have explained that like black supremacy can't even exist. And for me to say that was irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, you don't even understand. You're just talking about, I just wanted peace. Anybody who said we wasn't, we wasn't peaceful. Even that sounds stupid. And I do think it's just two years too late. Yeah. It's two years too late. From where? Like two years too late, and that's why I actually love Trevor Noah because he Trevor Trevor Noah he keeps it real. Like yes. I, he's so on it with uh you know with racism racism with um, politics with everything you know, um but he is trash. I don't know, it's it's ridiculous. People need to be con- like think before you talk, please. Exactly, it's just kind of like and to me Terry Crews, bro, this is not the first, second, or third time you have you know double crossed the black. Right. So remember when um, Gabrielle Union was also on the what's that America's America Next, Got Talent, and she commented on you know racism, racism with the management, and all that. And Terry, Terry was the first one to be like, "Oh no, that is so not true." I can't relate. They love me. I'm a black man, and I'm a big black Negro, <laughs> and they like my big black ass. Mm-mm. I'm Mm-mm. Like, Terry, shut your. I think mouth. he he. He sorts for approval from white people. For no reason. And I think also because he is big and black. So he feels like, I'm already big and black. That already stands against me. So I want them to approve and accept me by every means. Exactly. You know, and here I am. I have a biracial or mixed wife right here too. Why not accept me? Exactly. Ridiculous. Terry Cruz is a bastard, sorry. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about this. This is actually was one of our um, cross-culture conversations in a way. It was in our story. So there is a show, Love and Marriage Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that show, a woman kind of talks about leaving her husband because he didn't make enough money. So let's actually listen to the clip and what she said about this love. Before, you know. We made all of the mistakes. Unfortunately, he passed away. So why did you guys get a divorce? Because I really wanted something different. It's very unfortunate because he was the most loving, kind person. I, I had all the love and support that I could have ever wanted. But I think I went through a period wanting money. Like I wanted to be with someone and be at a different level. And I saw him work all of the time. It's, it's one thing to like work and work and work from like 4 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night, day in, day out, and still have no resources. And for me to work, do the same, and just want a different life. So, long story short, you wanted a different life and lifestyle mm-hmm. than he was able to provide. And so you said, you know what, this, I'm out of here, I need more money. Um, I was selfish and took advantage of a real unfortunate situation, which was he loved me and David unconditionally, completely unconditionally. And when you love someone like that, you really accept their flaws Mm -hmm. and you accept less than what you should. So really, I should have been a better wife. Every time we saw each other, 
like you knew that was your soulmate, right? Wow. I mean, Damn. so he was your soulmate. Damn. Bitch, how you leave your soulmate? <laughs> so like, let's let's even break it down. Is it wrong? Was she wrong for wanting a different lifestyle? No, everybody wants the soft life now. Everybody mm-hmm. wants that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, let's stop the habit of demonizing people for wanting it. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants that. Yeah. Um, but marriage and love is a different. Yeah. It's like a different stipulation. Mm-hmm. Cause like the whole vows behind your marriage is like for better, for worse, for richer, for poor. Yeah. And keyword, she just said he worked. So it's one thing if you're like he's a lazy man, yeah. he's not working. He's out here spending money on alcohol, bitches, whatever. It's another thing if he is a hardworking one. It's just so happy maybe his job, you know, he maybe he's not a CEO of a company or he doesn't have a job which provides a lot of you know money and the lifestyle that you want. Yeah. For me, it's like if it was that deep for you that you really wanted a lifestyle, right? And you know that this man also loves you. How about you provide that lifestyle? Period. Get your poor. How ass. about you provide that lifestyle? Like, cause you know. I, I think some people are okay with being comfortable. Not everyone yes. wants to be rich. Yes. Some people are literally okay. Like I work my nine to five, my four to ten p.m. I hustle. I come home to my family, my wife, my kids. We watch TV at night and we good. Yeah. Some people literally want that simple life. Go on vacation every so often. Like people like that. Some life. people really want that. No one wants this whole like, oh, we, I got money in the bank. No, not everyone wants that stress. So it's like if you're really deep for you, go go get that lifestyle and still have your man because it's one thing. You know, when you end up having a lifestyle and you don't have anyone to love you. Yeah. Where you are alone with all your Gucci bags and other money. That unconditional. That shit is real. And it's like, wow, we found a way to make everything vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I would say for me, um, being in love is a, such an intimate and pure thing for mm-hmm. me. Where I just feel like if I find... Or when I find, or if I found a love that's like, you accept me through all of mm-hmm. me. Because I know me personally as a person, I go through waves. Mm-hmm. And I need somebody that can accept those waves. Because there's going to be times when I'm up, up, and it's going to be times when I'm not. Yeah. That's just life. Yeah. And to feel like you always have somebody that is solid in that. Mm-hmm. That's just an irreplaceable feeling. Absolutely. That's an irreplaceable gift. To have somebody that loves you unconditionally. Through it all. You know, because money coming, money go. Absolutely. And one thing I'll say is it's like, okay, girl, you knew you wanted a certain lifestyle. And that's something you knew about yourself. Then why marry someone that you know cannot provide that? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Before things get too deep, before, because, it, it, listen, in relationship is also more than money. I mean, more than love. You know what I'm saying? Like, you also do need more than love for a relationship to survive. Now, yes, love is needed to be a strong foundation, but like things can happen, whether it's finances, loss of family, some family member, you know, it could be money, things yeah. like that play a role into divorce, you know? So like, you also kind of have to look at your partner through and through. I mean, of course people change over time, you know, so they may not be the same person you married, but people do change it, you know, but you do have to realize like, okay, our like basic needs and wants and lifestyle, are they similar? Do we want the same thing? Exactly. Where is that? Okay. In the future, this would not divide us. Exactly. You know? So I feel like that's something she should have thought about. I mean, now she remarried to somebody else, but you could tell she's like, damn, I fucked up. Yeah, something about their marriage, because we watched the show too. Something about their marriage, even though they pretend to be this perfect, oh, we know it all couple, Mm -hmm. something about it feels um, 
she married somebody that like married. You know when they say marry somebody that love you more than you love them. Mm-hmm. She did that. Oh, like he loves her more. More than she loves him. It may seem like that may be her character. That's selfish ass. Because bitch. it seemed like her ex husband lo- obviously loved her more. Oh, she, you right. He obviously loved her more. You're right. You know. Damn, I mean, do you, do, you, do you even believe in that? Do you believe in especially you know they say women should marry a man that loves like the man should love you more. Do you believe in that? I can't be in a marriage where I don't love him. No, you love him, but does he have to love you more? Is it me if, I, the if woman? I'm in love with him? There's not going to be such thing as he loves me more because I'm in love. Mm. You get what I'm saying? I feel like to even be able to quantify who loves who more, mm-hmm. that means there's a barrier where somebody stopped. Exactly. So it's like I can't be, and it's not meant to be. Yeah, I can't marry somebody that I have a barrier on the limit of my love. Where it's like this is where my love stopped, and you mm-hmm. still loving me. Mm-hmm. Should one have a barrier on love? Should should one? Is it safe to love? Hundred percent unconditional is it safe i feel like it's not but that's why love is love mm. you know what i mean like if love was meant to be logical it would be logic mm-hmm. you know what i mean it would be something that we made with a decision with calculation you know but love what makes love like beautiful deep and, and uh-huh. beautiful and passionate is like it's so uninhibited it's so unexpected it's yeah. so undirected like Half the people we fall in love with, like, deeply, mm-hmm. we would have never chose to love them. And you know what I'm also learning is that love grows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's something a lot of yeah. us don't allow is, like, yeah, I mean, you know, we probably know each other from two years ago, but, like, or three years ago, but the love is, you know, if you allow it to grow, if you're in a position for it to grow, it will grow. So yeah. sometimes we expect that instant, like, fall in love with me now you know what I'm saying because I know I've been there like okay you know and I feel like I think it grows at different paces it do you know like sometimes we may not fall in love with each other at the same pace what's his name this um, artist his name is Toby Toby something yeah. yeah is this Toby with the funky hair the yeah. Nigerian guy whatever and he did say that when he first met his, his wife that- like he wasn't feeling her at all like she was the one who was on him she liked him she loved him and he was like eh what is this? You know what I'm saying? But as time went by, you know, it developed. And now you can tell he's crazy about her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it works at different paces. That's something I'm also trying to love. Like, you know, like, but at the same time, it still needs to make sense because I ain't finna be the, you know, like, we yeah. both have to love each other now. No, Come I think on now. that, like, as I'm getting older, <laughs> what I'm really learning is that, like, love is unique. It's a different ID for everybody. Mm. Like you can you can be in love in a certain way with a certain person and like y'all can have a completely different type of love. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just everybody the whole definition of love is so different. Absolutely. It's so unique. It's so And the type of love everyone wants is different too. It's it's such a unique like it's so specified. Like this is how you love. As long as you're being loved the way you deserve to to be loved, the way you want to be loved, that's the key. You know what I'm saying? A love, as long as the love is both ways and it's true and true, that's it. That's that's how I feel. Okay. So we're talking about love. Let's switch it up. Let's switch it up. Okay. Oh shit, it's my, my time. My bad, G. You know, I want to go to Kim K. I want to go to Kim K. Let's talk to, talk about Kim K and okay. marriage. So her show is back on the the Kardashians. And the last episode, it was of, you know, we know about the whole, like, sex tape and the lost footage and mm-hmm. our reappearing, and she's trying to figure it out. Last episode shows that um, Kanye, he said that he met up with Ray J at the airport and got, like, whatever footage. You know, he has this big-ass old laptop with the footages and stuff. And, you know, she was crying, like, see what Kanye got me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she said she went through the footage and... um 
she said what it was just them on dates and stuff and the main key is that she was like when she did a sex tape she was in ecstasy right mm-hmm. and she said i also got married while i was while i was on ecstasy right so mind you she got married at 19 to damon dash damon thomas no I think. not damon dash damon thomas this is last name oh damon, yeah damon thomas mm-hmm. there's a 10 year difference between them and they got married at las vegas now Damon came up and he was like, you know, that's an inappropriate comment to make because why would you say that you got married of ecstasy? First of all, I didn't know they were married for about four or five years. Nah, I didn't know that shit. Like I knew they were married, but the way like they've always talked about it on her show, they make it seem like it was a quickie. It was like uh, it, got it was a mistake, really quick. exactly. Yeah. Like on some like her mama find out, Psh, go get a divorce. Yeah. But three, four, five years, see, nah, you ain't hired that long with ecstasy. I will say this when, because when I, because the 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 scene in which she said it, she said it in like a old oh, one of those keeping up the Kardashian episodes. Yeah, and when she said it to me, I thought she was saying it in jest, like shit. I be just doing stuff when I'm on ecstasy. Because mm-hmm. I don't think the way she was saying it was like the only reason I married you when I was is because yeah. I was on ecstasy. I think she was just saying it like I impulsively married this nigga in Vegas because I was on ecstasy. But I think even if it wasn't just, it's one of those things that you probably should not have said in just. Yeah, I think you know he's sensitive saying? about it. It's like, I ah, don't say that. It sounds bogus. Because it was like, it was just very much like, don't nobody know you? Like, nobody knows you. I think it's one of those things where like, who would have, if, if he ain't come out today and say that shit hurt mm-hmm. his feelings, would we have known that's who she was talking about? But I think, you know, think from the other side, as we said, based on how the show has always been, it's made it seem like that marriage was a quickie. Yeah. Like it was a big mistake. Like I went to Vegas because even me too, besides her making this comment, I always thought like she was on some drunk shit. Let's get married yeah. right now. I got back home to Calabasas. My mom was like, you married, bitch, we getting divorced. Yeah. And it's oh, the show has been on for how many years? Yeah. That's 20 how years. I you know what I'm saying? So it's like for him, he's like, damn, this has been the narrative gone so long. Mm-hmm. So now it's one thing if it's that's what has been insinuated. Right. We made our own, uh, you know, assumptions about it. But then to say it, it's like, okay, well, damn, bitch, now you're doing too much. I don't feel bad for this 29-year-old man that married a 19-year-old. <laughs> no, I don't feel bad. Like, no, absolutely not. You holding on to what? That you married a teenager yeah. and she now said that she regrets it. And just because she, she stayed married to you does not mean she did not regret being married to a 33-year-old <laughs> at 23. Yeah, when like, she was nineteen. When she, I mean, like the four years later that he's yeah. holding on to, we were yeah. married for yeah. four years. Whatever, she dated you and didn't divorce you yet. I like, think what I would say is, it seems like the Kardashians they know how to like flip a story on their side. Fact. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the only. Side I was like, okay, I hear him on that, you know. But he did try to also pull the our kids go to the same school card, right? Our kids go weird. to the same school, so like you know. My kid or your kid could be like, oh, damn, my mama married your daddy on drugs. Your daddy forced, you know, my mama to marry her type of shit. At that small age, that one should be discussed. <laughs> I mean, listen, I bet. I bet. listen, wait, hold on now. We don't know how these Hollywood kids are. Look at Kylie. Look at Kylie now. See how she, look at how she grew up, you know. But now it also brings back, brings me back to what I originally said about, you know, her and Kanye getting the tape. Because Ray J did comment like, I and now y'all doing too much because this is never really how it happened. Exactly. So now I'm thinking, what is this? What is the tea, bro? Like, what is it? Did they get the, the tape from you? Was that the lie? Here's the thing. 
I think that they just played off a storyline that was already a storyline. Because mm. Ray J was the one who, first of all, said, I had the other It was his manager. It was, yeah, it was y'all side of the, the camp that came up with that yeah. lie. So now we just capitalizing off the lie that you said, too. Yeah, Now true. you mad and we using our lie, too. You came up with the lie. Yeah. Why yeah. we can't use the lie, too? It's <laughs> like you used the lie for your publicity. We didn't like it, but hold on. So now I'm thinking, so at that time, was Kim and Kanye already separated? Because I'm confused with the whole timeline of the situation because that's when she did the um, Friday, Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live and she made a little jokes and peak little kiss pee well, and he's know, mad about yeah, that. So I'm confused about the timeline They were separated at the end of the, the season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Okay. That's why she said, I know Kanye did this for our kids or uh-huh, whatever. For me, and the kids. for me, but he really did it for our kids. Yeah. Woo, woo. Cause, and that's why I can be saying Kanye really be doing the most trying to act like mm-hmm. it's some deep beef with us. Because it's like, it's even shocking to see Kanye on the show. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm confused. What's, what is really going Kanye, on? Kanye, I was shouting Kim Jong un. <laughs> that be Chris Jong un. Don't know. So it's like, <laughs> he was saying, Kim wanted to abort her daughter. Kanye is an asshole man but it's like yeah Kanye is talking all that talk now he wanna um be sitting here trying you know now they wanna be sitting here on the same show talking about Kanye saved me he protected me right girl I was like boy if y'all get y'all goof alright but let's talk about this next person first of all this is what this deserves. <laughs> because my good sis, Saucy Santana, just announced that he is officially signed to RCA Record. Okay. I want to talk about the rise of Saucy Santana because one thing we like up here is female rap. Okay. And Saucy is not a female, obviously. I don't want to disrespect him or misgender him or anything like that. He's not a woman. He doesn't identify as a female. You know, he's a gay man. But I do want to talk about the rise even of gay, openly gay rappers. Because we have the Saucy. We got the uh, Kent, Lil' Ken. Mm-hmm. Or what's his name? Ken, Ken something. It's something like that. Ken something. Ken something. It's a, it's a couple of openly gay rappers that snap it. They yeah. snap it. Yeah. Not just... I mean, even Bobby Lights, wasn't he trying okay, to Okay, Bobby Lights, you know, and it's in a different type of gay than Lil Nas X. Because yes, Lil Nas X is a little bit flamboyant, but we talking about the girls. Material girls. We talking about the girls. Uh-huh. Like, uh, you know, nah, oh, he's a feminine man. He's a gay man. We talking mm-hmm. about the, the girls. So, I just love Saucy Santana's authentic rise. Absolutely, because, bitch, I put you on Saucy Santana. I did. Yes, no, 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 no. Please, wait, wait. Okay. I put you on. G. Say the moment. Walk it like a dog. I sent it to you, G. I you put see you what on. bitches say put you on is. No, but t- then I put you on. Like, can we define no, what put we, you on? Walking, okay, was not. Okay, can we agree that was the first song of his that we heard? Yes. Because that was the that was a pop song. That was his first song. And I sent it to you. Okay, where? On Instagram? Damn, you gonna do me like that, bitch? <laughs> Anyway, as you can hear, I put her on Saucy Montana. Uh, what's his name? Saucy Santana. See, this is somebody Saucy. that put me on. I put her on, G. Anyway, no, but honestly, he's definitely has. Besides, he is talented. He is talented. Because he's, you know, he's not relying on the fact that okay, he's gay. 
Yeah. You know, or like his, you know, feminine side or whatever. The, you know, but he his 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 songs definitely do be hits. They hit. Like they're legit hit. And they're not they're, and they're not like one hit wonders. No. It's like it is be going on TikTok TikTok for a long time. Material girl. There are so many dances on it. Gee, walk like a dog. Let walk me see a, you walk. Wow! Wow! Exactly. Y'all forgot that was Santana, exactly. and then that other one that y'all be doing them dances for. Team check and skirt. Did it? Did it? Y'all know the Listen, dance. If y'all could see me, y'all he, he's be doing legit this. talented. He is very smart. He put himself in the right circle. Now, yes, he's friends with um, what's her name? Carisha. Carisha. He's friends with her, but I feel like he was also smart about it. Like he didn't try and ride on her coattails. He did, but he also used it smartly. Like, okay, let's have a song together. Okay. G. But I feel like they also were like, okay, make sure you pop first before you we That's get on a song said. with you. They said that they didn't want to do a song until he had his own little buzz. audience and fans. Yeah, I, and like they I, didn't want to. I think that's pop. smart, and I it think was that's cute. smart. It was know? really cute, and I just think that Saucy is like Saucy just is that bitch. He is. You know, like it really is like. It's so many things about Saucy Santana that should be like, who? Because Saucy's also very masculine, but also very feminine. I was feminine gonna at the say, same time. I was going to say exactly like he is masculine, but you know what? I'll say that he owns it. Yeah. You know, I feel like he doesn't try to like use one side. I don't know. I'm trying to find what He's the right word. He's himself completely. Exactly. Like, I'm masculine. I have a full beard. I got a face. Okay. I but still I'm got also, a box body. Okay. But I also got a big booty. I got my nails. I got my waist. I be waist shaking my ass. Exactly. So, it's just like, I like how, you know, I feel like sometimes some celebrities or people were like, okay, this is what's working for me right now. They found to an archetype. Yeah. Let me just use this, mm-hmm. you know, as long as I can, even though it's not truly me. But, hey, this is what the audience see. Okay. But he owned it both. Like, okay, I'm gay. I do this, I do that, and I'm mad, G. I'm gonna beat your ass. Remember when he got shot in the club, G? Damn, I forgot about that. He got that. shot in the club. That was a different case, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That club, Miami, right? Yep, yep, yep. That shit was on Love and Hip Hop, wasn't it? Was that, that, uh-uh. that, that was that girl, Young oh, Miami. Yeah. Young Miami. That she was saying, that's why Santana don't like her, because, yeah, that was a story. Yeah. But anyway, so I am definitely proud of him. I think this is a great accomplishment for him. Um, I, I hope this, you know, record deal works out in his favor and it's not where, like, they kind of dupe him because you kind of hear those stories of where yeah. people sign to record deals and I think, what's this girl? Um, what's this girl that was shaking her booty all the time? It's a lot of them. Chloe. Chloe? Chloe Bailey. Oh, Chloe. She had, <laughs> you know, she... There you go, because that was your description. <laughs> the girl shaking her booty. I mean, that's what that's she what wants. think of Chloe That's now? what she wants her description to be. Wow. I'm sorry, but that's... that's at this point, that's what she wants you to see first. Wow. I'm not, I'm not ashamed. I said it because that's what I remember Erica at this point. Shaming Chloe. I, I'm a sh- I said she shake her booty. Don't she shake her booty? Damn, you said that's her identity. I said she shake her booty. She an actress. Oh. She you a producer. But she's shaking her booty she's first. She's a performer. Anyway, so as she was shaking her booty, she was saying how, like, actually, when you do sign to record deals, it's like you owe them. It's a loan. Right. Said that she was like her booty, like it was on the YouTube show. <laughs> it was on YouTube, <laughs> but you know it's alone, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, I knew that, but hear how she is nice to hear how she. It's nice to hear her put it like in layman's term, in that sense, like, okay, it's alone. So I do hope this record deal works for him, and it really like makes him mainstream. Because I feel like, do you think he's gotten mainstream? I think he's on his way. He's on his way, right? I think TikTok has helped a lot. 
But I don't know. I don't think he's gotten mainstream, mainstream yet. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they do that for him because that yeah. would be the point at this point. Yeah, that's the point, which is what he explained. I was listening to his Breakfast Club interview and he was saying how, you know, this is what he feel like he's needed because now he can clear those samples. He has the money to clear those samples. Mm. He has the money to pay those bigger features, those bigger artists. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's exciting. I'm excited for Saucy to see where this go for him. To see what this brings to hip hop, and it's just a whole new lane too. Absolutely, I think it also breaks up the monotony or or the you know the um, bipartisanship of like female and male rap. Because mm-hmm. it's like, would you you know, it's a man rapping female shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's just rap now. Mm. Like it's really just rap. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Um talking about women empowerment and stuff Vala Davis comes to mind so Vala Davis as you know she um played uh Michelle Obama uh-huh in the movie the first lady have you watched it no I haven't watched it yet it's on Showtime it's right? on, yes it's absolutely now out on Showtime and obviously she's gotten so much critique and the main critique that she has been getting has been based on, like, the mouth thing she's been doing. Yeah. You know, if you look at, you know, Instagram pictures, videos, whatever. Or if you see the movie, apparently she does the, and I'm doing it right now. <laughs> the lip, the purse lip. The- yeah, constantly. And um, basically she said the critique serve no purpose. That, And when she says that, she, she also made another comment, basically saying that critiques feel like they're telling you something that you don't already know. Right. So it's like, ma'am, sis, so you knew that that was not a good look. I'm trying to figure out, like, what made her do the mouth thing so much? Because I feel like, I mean, I know it, I knew that uh, Michelle Obama did it, but I feel like I didn't know she did it that often. You know what I'm saying? Because now it makes me go back to Michelle Obama's pictures, like, damn, what's her mouth that fucked up like that? Exactly. It's to me. It's just kind of like I don't see why she did it because it's like it's not like it's part of Michelle Obama's story. You know why she did it? Because she looks nothing like her. But I don't even think that matters. You know what I'm saying? Like we watch so much shit where it's like people don't necessarily look exactly like the people. I mean, of course, it's so weird that she would choose that. I feel like I mean, yes, I think obviously like they don't look exactly like the people, but I think it does help when there's some sort of resemblance. You know what I'm saying? And I don't see any resemblance between Viola and Michelle at all. You know, even if it's not like a facial resemblance, but like you know, sometimes people pick based on like, oh, maybe maybe the same height or similar style or similar complexion. For me, I wouldn't see michelle and be like oh her and violas davis look alike at all you know so i feel like she kind of plays that role a lot that little mouth thing to kind of help create the resemblance because you know they did the makeup did the hair they did the thin eyebrows yeah so i feel like she was like okay if i do the mouth thing it will complete the look but that's so fucking weird like it's just kind of like it's not like it's part of like oh michelle obama had like a mouth thing like kanye right you know kanye had the accident and then it it, It it obviously did the thing with his jaw which was Mm -hmm. through the like that's part of his story that's a staple of his story Michelle Obama, oh, overbite or whatever's going on her mouth is not the... Overbite, that's exactly it, what it is. It's not a cornerstone of Michelle. Like, we didn't need that to to know Michelle's story. And I think it is kind of like, girls giving insulting. It is. It's giving caricature. <laughs> yeah. I try to say it in my proper American accent because I'll say caricature. <laughs> caricature is what I will say. But I'm going to have to practice like caricature, caricature, or caricature. Okay. It's caricature. giving caricature, okay? It's caricature. Caricature. Listen, there you go. Caricature. 
it's giving curry. It's more of curry control because it's like, girl, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> These are the cross culture moments we wish for. You talking about curry control? That's how we. That's how we say it. Geez. But like, no, it's a fact. That's what the word is. That's the phonetic <laughs> pronunciation. But it's just it, it definitely is like sis. like your director then wasn't like okay let's slow down on the lip. Let's nah, they it. was like y'all didn't edit it. Hell nah, they was like it's it's the essence of Michelle. It's so becoming. I wonder how Michelle feels. She probably don't give a fuck. Like does she? I mean, I'm sure she feels honored that there's a movie on her and also that it is Valo Davis because obviously yeah, it's Davis, Davis. You know, but does she feel like what well, damn sis? She, she- Damn, sis, you gonna do me like that? It's the sis for me because <laughs> I mean they're mates now. Whoa, they're and they're not mates. They're not like same sex. No, I don't even know. They're same. I think they're same, they're same sex. They're now. Same sets. But it's just hilarious because I'm just like I don't think Michelle cares. I think Michelle's like, bitch, my mouth ain't like that, but it's like that though. Like right, you right, doing right, too right, much. Right, 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 like right. Michelle's stupid from the south side. I think her brother laughing at her if anything. Like boy, mm-hmm. Viola got your mouth to the T. I didn't watch the movie because I actually do want to see the acting too. Like the the show. Because yeah. it's a series. Oh, it's a series. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So I definitely do want to see it and see like, hmm. I also do like, like deliver. this focus on like women behind powerful men. Because you know, there is that saying behind every strong man is a good or powerful woman or a mm-hmm. good woman or whatever. And I think it is interesting as a woman to see these things. Because like as women, you know, we're taught so many things that like conflict in a way. We're taught to be strong and independent and never put all your all in the man. But we're also taught that like for a man to be his full self, you have to invest in that man. System. You know yeah. what I mean? And all of that. So it's like when you think of women that are behind men that are like politics presidents, because it's about mm-hmm. like first wives or whatever. That's like the highest position of power in this country. So it's to think like, what did these women go through? What was the what was the balance of them being strong, of them being themselves, but them also playing their position as a wife? Like it's interesting to see. And it's amazing because I feel like she's like the only fast first lady that went to an Ivy League college. Like mm-hmm. she's she like her credentials are the same as Obama. It's she just is that the most educated first lady. It's just that he's the president. That's yeah. just it. But like she's on the same level, career, education, all that. She's on the same level. Baby, as it him. was a bad. Let's not forget Obama was interning for her when they met. <laughs> Period. Put that Look there. at that. Look at that. So it's just like, yeah, it's like, when is it like, okay, let me play the role as a wife, right? Let me be the backseat a little bit. Yeah, you know, when do I? But I like how she was active throughout their term. Yeah. You know, she was always active. She was you there. know, with education, with kids, with um health, obesity. She was always active. She's like the only first lady whose first lady initiative was clear. Because, you know, every first lady, that's part of their duty as a first lady to have, like, an initiative. J- Laura Bush's was like, no child left behind. Mm-hmm. And then um somebody else was like... Uh, the the uh, the the ecosystem and shit global warming okay all type of stuff so Michelle Obama's was like child diabetes like childhood obesity and I think like of all the first ladies hers was the most like prominent it was the most out there it was the most you know maybe no child left behind because no mm-hmm. child was left behind but like outside of that yeah like I just I just love Michelle Obama and she's from south side of Chicago okay big brr, everybody absolutely absolutely the best girls come from Chicago if y'all ain't know. True, true, true. Fuck all that true. other noise y'all saying. Anything else you'd like to add? I see there any any extra tea. The extra tea is that I'm the baddest. I'm the best. I'm a material girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can we move on to our next segment? Our favorite segment. 
All right, you guys. So let's get into this. You know, we've been nothing but positivity and roses this whole time, but we cannot go without talking about our favorite thing, which is a lodo of the week. Let's get that drop in one time for the one time. An alodo. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Goof ass. Now, you guys, this week's Olodo of the Week goes to none other than Stephen A. Smith. Now, if you do not know who Stephen A. Smith is, Stephen A. Smith is an ESPN uh, commentator and correspondent. Y'all know him as that black man that kind of got that George Jefferson vibe going, but he still got a little bit of hair in the middle. That's <laughs> him right there. So recently, he made some comments about basketball player Ben Simmons that I just felt like was less than pleasant. I actually have um, the audio right here, so let's listen to what Stephen A. Smith had to say. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons might also be the weakest, most pathetic excuse for a professional athlete we have ever seen in not just American history, but the history of sports. I can't think, I can't think of a professional athlete that has come across more pathetic than this. Nobody is. I think when you use the word pathetic, pathetic is strong. It is very strong because pathetic for me is giving like. You ain't shit. Pathetic. It's like you ain't nothing. Like trash. Like good for nothing. Oh, me wallet. That's yeah. That's just like you're good for nothing. Yeah. That's what pathetic is given. Yeah. So it's just like, I mean, I don't, I don't follow basketball, so I don't know what really is going on the season right now. It's one thing to say, you know what? He's been lacking. He ain't doing what he's supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? As an athlete, as a basketball player, whatever. He needs to do this better. Constructive criticism, whatever. We get it. That's what you do. But pathetic in the history of sports, in American history. I can't imagine how I'd feel if someone says Eric Mona is the most pathetic podcaster in the history of podcasting. I'd be like, damn, G. I'd be like, you did the research? But it's just like, even if, obviously, that may not be true. But it's like, just to hear that, it's like, damn. I think, to me, it's just kind of like, we talk about men that speak like this, right? I mean, not men, women that speak like this about mm-hmm. people, right? Like, we talk about the bloggers, they talk about the Shade Room, the Hollywood Unlocks, so on and so forth. And just because he's a sportscaster, he just doesn't get to get away with, like, giving his critique right? that intensely. Yeah. You know, and I think what makes adds insult to injury is, like, Jamie Foxx came out and kind of said something to him about it, like, you know, at the end of the day, this is a black man, but take the whole black aspect out of it. Yeah. I think this is a person, this is a human being, and it has it, a family. Yeah, and it's and it almost gives like bully. Like Ben Absolutely. Simmons is like a younger, you know, basketball player, and it's like you don't talk to no old head. You don't talk to the older guys like this. You don't talk to the men that can pull up on you like this. You don't this. talk about the other white sports. Yeah, you don't talk about stuff. the football players. You don't talk about soccer. You don't talk about baseball. You don't talk about nobody like this. And I just don't think. Um, you know, I, again, I don't follow basketball that deeply, but I don't think that anybody deserves that level of. Diminishment. No. Like, come on now. I mean, you like, say pathetic. It, you know, it's one thing we all go on social media and bash people to a certain level. We talk our shit about people. Like, we know I don't like future, so I'm always going to say, like, oh, he's. Future shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to go down and start saying, he a pathetic key. Like, it's just certain words that you just know, like, okay, that's just going too far. That's, that's just going too deep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that 
you know, even if it's, you know, our profession, but we should still have a level of humanity, a level, yeah. at least a bare minimum level of respect. Yeah. You could criticize me all you want. You don't even have to like me, but golly, yeah, come that's on too now. Much. That's it's too much. That's too much. Like, you know, the, yeah, so it's giving a low dough. It's giving a low dough. Is it only me? Because that's not being professional at all. That's yeah. not being professional. That's not being a constructive critique at all. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's not constructive. It's giving bully, and we don't do a bully. Exactly. Okay. okay. Let's go to a cross-cultured or... Damn. Care for care the for culture. culture. All right. So our care for the culture is Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Um, so he's going to be casted as Marvel's first Latino superhero. Um, Actually, it's a headline, a live action film. And the film is called El Muerto. Did I say it right? El Muerto, yes. All right. El Muerto. His character is the first Latino Marvel superhero to lead a live action film. Bad Bunny will portray a wrestler who has powers passed down through generations and who has separately interacted with another Marvel favorite, Spider-Man. Ooh. Mm. Wow. Oh, Was sorry. that deep? Nah, yeah. <laughs> Girl, boom. So the film is set to hit in theaters 2024. Girl, that's far away. 2024. Yes, um, I know. Shit, we have right through twenty twenty two. This twenty twenty two, right? Yeah, we. But that's right. interesting. I like to see if he's, if if he's gonna act well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope, I hope the storyline is good. You know, they actually have this movie in, in on Disney Channel. She's it's actually like a Muslim Muslim girl that's a superhero. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a Muslim girl that's a superhero. I I need to remember. Maybe next time I'll Mashallah. bring it up. Yeah, but she's um Arabic or so. Um, wow. but she's in America, obviously, and it's just like you know, hard trying to balance the. Cross culture. She cross culture. She's cross culture. Okay. It's like at night she becomes some weird superhero, something like yeah. that. Uh, but anyway, so for me, I'm like, I'm hoping he could act. You know, I'm hoping like it's not one of those like, oh, we just use him because he's a big name. Yeah, I heard that he, you know, he did like a stint in wrestling, WWE, and he did really, really well. And okay. From what I hear, El Muerto is a like, you know, they just mm-hmm. said he's a wrestler, so they're thinking all of that's gonna tie in. I it's great you know what i mean i think Absolutely. that every community deserves the joy that the black community felt with wakanda i mean black panther <laughs> i'm black i'm talking about wakanda <laughs> we're black panther um, wakanda we, forever exactly because it's like at the end of the day it was just to be like oh a marvel movie and we are represented and we Absolutely. you know our story so i think like shanghai gives that to the asian american you know what i mean so i think every, every culture we wait until on the african side Oh, I guess that was Black Panther. Mm, not really, though. I mean, I don't think Africans consider it, but I think that's what Marvel considers. Yeah, I yeah. guess, because, you know, they have some... they technically were in an African-ish country. Yeah, okay, I, I yeah. But we want, like, more, like, African original. Yeah, like, Aboriginal African. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, it, shout out to the Latin community yeah. for getting their moment. Through Baban. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm, you know, speaking of Marvel, I'm waiting for um, Doctor Strange. That come out this weekend, don't it? Or next Does weekend? It? Is it this I, I want to watch weekend? it. I'm, I'm waiting I for do. it. I do. Me and uh, Missy were talking about watching it, too. You said you and Missy? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. We, I mean, obviously, you know. Yeah, but. I'm like, damn, she is. <laughs> I'm like, when was this? When were y'all going to watch it? No, we've been talking <laughs> about, like, how we're going to watch it and talk about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Any shows? Any last minute things you want to add? Shows you're watching? Music you're okay, watching? this is very, okay, this is last minute as hell. So Dwayne Wade did an interview. Okay, I'm controversial. Dwayne Wade did an interview where he revealed 
that when he was younger, he would wear his sister's heels and dresses and stuff as mm-hmm. a kid. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people are like, that's why his son, or I mean his, his daughter, his son, his daughter, Zaya, is, I, is how Zaya is. What does she consider herself as? Zaya identifies, identifies as a girl. Does she identifies as a girl? Okay. Yes. So, Zaya identifies as a girl. So, it's like, they was like, that's why Zaya is Zaya. And to me... What I found out is like, why of all the times we've seen, why is Dwayne Wade talking about this right now? What do you mean, why? I just feel like Dwayne ain't never said nothing about this, his whole whatever. And I just wonder what made him, like what inspired him to just maybe talk he, about Maybe he just now feels comfortable. Maybe, because I just feel like it's just been so much. Of course, but you also know that, you know, the black culture does not accept men being feminine in any way. Yeah. And at any age, mm-hmm. at any age at all, yeah. you know, and all cultures too, not even just black culture, but I feel like black, you know, culture, African culture were more strict. Like what? Yeah. You're wearing heels. You're wearing dress. Y'all don't remember that episode of empire. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. And I do get it. Like, you know, being a kid, especially if he, if he did grow up around women and he didn't have a father figure and you're around your sisters, your girls, what your mom, whatever. And you, Kids are curious. Do That's I what you would do. Around his daddy, you don't remember him anymore. I, 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 I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm I'm saying like it's not a a bad. It's not like a oh out of the world thing. If a young boy, you know, whatever age he was, says, "Oh, let me put my sister heels on." You know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, because I don't think it was weird. So I do have the audio. Let's listen to the audio just real, real quick. Sorry, I pressed the thing. Right, and and reason we looked. At three years old, like I said, when me and my wife looked at each other, right, and and reason we looked at each other is because of this, you know, as kids, I used to put on heels, I used to put on, I used to do all those things. I try, I try to put on whatever my sisters wear, when all my sisters did, I try to do those things. At three years old, like I said, when me and my wife looked at each other, I, I think it's better said than not, than not. So I, I mean, I, I don't know the reason that whatever made him say now, but maybe he's just trying to be like, hey, be to show that he's open, to show because everyone is like. From Facebook, from Instagram, Instagram is like, damn, doing with your whole basketball play, you're allowing this stuff. You yeah, which is the like, how dare you? Whatever, whatever. This is how you grew up. But I think for him, he's. I think this is where he's trying to say he can relate to his son. Right. right. This is him saying like, I'm open. I'm not judgmental because I did this as a child. You know, maybe he may not relate to. You know, obviously he doesn't identify as a woman as right. a girl. But it's just like he's open. Like he did this as a child, and his son wants to do this, and wants to identify as a woman. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, I just. To me, my only thing was like, I think that there's already so much all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one thing that Zaya came out and we support Zaya, but I think there's so much all the time around his family and sexuality. Yeah, it's just like, what made you just randomly bring this up in the end in an interview? Not that it's wrong or he could, yeah. you know. what I mean, it's not to condemn it. It's like it is, especially at three. It's like people do be overthinking. Somebody that has worked with infants and kids and toddlers, yeah. people overthink when kids mimic behavior mm-hmm. people really overthink it to be like that's a girl thing that's a da, 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 da. like yeah. you know but it's like it really don't even be that deep for kids kids just be mm-hmm. mimicking stuff that they see they see yeah and i just my whole thing is that Dwayne, it just be already so much smoke around your family why mm-hmm. are you bringing more smoke to you i don't know if i see this as smoke actually personally i don't see it as smoke but i've read in the comments that came up yeah like, oh, damn Dwayne. I, I think none of this one was gonna talk but yeah. hey i'm like okay you know bring other perspective to it yeah 
Okay. Um, you know what? Let's close the show because we're past an hour. We're about to hit an hour and 15. Uh-huh. Yeah. So today I feel like we talked about so much drama. Okay. So much damage control. I have a little short, um, quick quote. And it says, just because some people are fueled by drama, it doesn't mean you have to attend the performance. Oh. That was a little deep for me. I'm like, okay. Okay, hold on. Repeat it. (laughs) Just because some people are fueled by drama doesn't mean you have to attend the performance. Oh. You ain't got to sit around for the drama. True. True. Make this tongue. You have to go to the interview. True. Why? True. Come on now. Okay. All right. (laughs) Anyway, y'all, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Oh. Oh, I was going to say, lastly, y'all, follow our social media. Social media been popping now. We've been posting for y'all in our stories on our page, Cross X Culture Podcast. Follow it, follow it, follow it. All the time. Um, Yeah, tune in, share episodes and all that. And this is Cross Cultured. Too much. I'ma need like two shots in my cup. Wanna get up, wanna get up.